listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I made an Instagram post a while back and it basically said, which is better, 100 loyal fans or 1,000 disinterested people? And I thought this would make such an amazing podcast episode because it's such an important lesson for us to learn as business owners. And basically in the post, this is what I was talking about. It's so important to attract the right people and not focus on vanity metrics. So when we become TPT sellers, whether that's starting a store and looking at our followers and reviews, or whether we start marketing and we look at our email subscribers, Instagram and Facebook followers, Pinterest followers, like whatever, we tend to have this kind of obsession with achieving a certain number or achieving a higher number than what we have or achieving the same number or more than someone else has. We sort of fixate, oh, I need to have 10,000 Instagram followers, or I should have tens of thousands of email subscribers, or I need to have more people following my Facebook page, or, you know, I'm basically not a successful person until I've got 100 people or 1,000 people or 10,000 people following my TPT store. And we obsess over these numbers. And they really are vanity metrics because they don't really mean anything. Now, I want to really briefly dive into why that is, because I think this is a lesson we all need to hear. And then I'm going to go on to a little bit more about what the opposite of chasing vanity metrics actually is. But with these numbers, we think that it will somehow help our business grow. We think that by having a large number of followers or subscribers, we'll somehow make more money. And that just isn't true. There are countless people who have TPT stores, email lists, Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, you, you name it. And they have large numbers of followers and subscribers and they are not making any money, or they are making not that much money, or a lot less money than you think they are. Let's look at Instagram, for example. There's a lot of teacher influencer type people. They probably are, like a lot of the ones I follow, they're like full-time teachers, and they might have like 30,000 Instagram followers. And they actually might have a small TPT store. They don't spend a lot of time on it because they're pretty busy in the classroom. And they're on the stories, sharing about their lives, and they have so many people who adore them maybe because they're just busy or they don't want to or they don't have the time or whatever, they don't actually make the most of those followers, not really. Like financially, they aren't actually gaining from it. They don't actually make an awful lot of money. They might occasionally do a sponsored post or something, but really they're not driving traffic to their store and making loads of money. You could look at the same with an email list. Some people have grown really large email lists through giveaways and contests and you know endless ads and marketing and whatever. They've kind of scrounged a really big list together, but they send emails and nobody ever buys from them because they've just kind of got the wrong people on their list or whatever. And then the same thing can happen with TPT stores. You can do these dodgy like follow for follow kind of things on both social media and TPT. You could amass an amount of people that you think is like reputable, but it doesn't matter because none of them are going to buy from you. So you have no actual money behind the scenes. None of it matters. So when you look at someone else's social media or store or whatever, you hear or think that they have this really like big number of people in their audience and you just feel this like insane jealousy. Remember my voice in your ear saying that you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes and a lot of the time it isn't actually resulting in anything financial. Yes, obviously some of the time it is. There are some amazingly successful people out there who have 
big followings and big earnings, but that isn't actually always the case. And I think it's really important to remember. Thing to acknowledge is that just because someone has, you know, say they have twenty thousand followers on TPT and they're also, you know, earning like a million dollars a year, great. It's probably not actually because of those twenty thousand followers. It's actually because they make really quality products. And you could take all their followers away tomorrow and they would still be making decent money because they have great products that rank well in search and they have a thriving email list or other marketing platforms working for them. Like followers don't really I guess what I'm saying is the followers aren't why people are successful. They're just a sort of a thing that they have that kind of reflects a little bit of their success, but it really doesn't show the whole picture, basically. To sort of sum up what I'm saying here is if you have a goal to earn more followers or subscribers on one of these places, you can achieve that goal, but you're going to feel quite hollow at the end of it because that goal that you worked so hard for, you don't really have a lot of control over, but you really work really hard for, isn't probably going to translate into sales. I think those people I mentioned earlier, you know, the people that do actually have really successful businesses and make a lot of money, they happen to have these really big followings on some of these places. A lot of those followings were really developed organically. And so they just happened at the same time as they were growing their business and creating products and growing a successful store, make a lot of money, and they just happen to kind of accumulate followers along the way. They didn't get handed those 50,000 followers in one day, and that's why they found success. So I wouldn't be looking at those numbers and assuming that that's what you need to achieve success. You can be disappointed because you know, tomorrow I could hand you another 1,000 Instagram followers, another 2,000 people on your Facebook page, another 10,000 TPT followers. And I'm sure that there would be some little gains that you might get. Oh yeah, I've got some more eyes on my resources or more people saw my posts. But you aren't going to suddenly become a millionaire overnight. And so your goals need to be a lot more purposeful things that you can actually control, like focusing on how many products to make and resources to update and not fixating on chasing a number on social media. That is the end of my rant. But I now I've talked about why vanity metrics are just such a waste of time. You really don't want to be worrying about those. What you want to be worrying more about instead is having raving loyal fans. And honestly, less is more here. Quality is so much better than quantity. So in that post, I talked about 100 raving fans, raving loyal, true fans, true blue fans being better than a thousand disinterested people. And this is what I had to say. I said, when it comes to social media, when it comes to marketing on email and stuff, more is not always better. It just sounds crazy, I know. If they aren't your ideal buyer. So if you attract followers or subscribers who aren't your ideal buyer, they will not buy from you. Hear me on this. The worst thing is sometimes it can actually hinder you. Like having more followers, believe it or not, I'm going to tell you why, it can actually hurt you. And here's why. There's two reasons. One, on places like TPT, if you did weird dodgy follow for follow kind of things, no judgment if you've done that in the past and you regret it, you know, we all make mistakes. But if you have done those things, you could actually attract a bunch of sellers to follow your store who aren't even in your niche, who aren't even your ideal buyer. They're like, you teach high school, these are elementary people. You just get a bunch of people looking at your store that aren't going to buy from you, that are sellers. Now, take a second to think about why that might be a bad thing. Why would it be a bad thing if sellers were following you, not buyers? It's not just that they're not going to buy from you, it's that they might copy you. Now, if they're not in the same niche as you, you don't have to be too worried, but they could still copy your cover style or the way you write descriptions. And that, you know, the way you write your descriptions is your work. That's copyright. But if they're in your niche, I mean, imagine they could just completely rip off your products, copy the types of products you're making. Like you don't want to be attracting that kind of thing. So that's quite damaging. When it comes to social media, there's another way that having the wrong kind of people can hurt you. And it's that it can hinder your growth because they won't interact with you. So if you create a social media post and these followers aren't really your ideal audience. They don't like what you have to say. 
they're not really there for you because they don't really they didn't really want to be there for you they were sort of forced to follow you in some kind of follow for follow thing or something they just scroll past your posts they don't like it comment share save you know send it to their stories or do anything like that they just scroll really quickly they don't even like just look at it for a second and read the caption and like show the algorithm that they like your content they just scroll right past that sends a message to the algorithm that your content is not that great and that's the harsh truth and it kind of tanks your engagement and sort of the same thing can happen with your email list people can kind of like mark you as spam not open your emails like it's all just negative for you if you've got people who aren't meant to be there they can actually hurt you which i guess i don't think people really think about they think oh i mean i chase this fake amount of followers because it looks really good i want to have ten thousand instagram followers i'm gonna you know do something dodgy to get them and then i feel really good and I, my account looks really good but then those people actually ruin your account. Like that's heartbreaking. And you put all this effort into these posts and then they all just scroll past them and the algorithm just stops showing your post to people. Because that's kind of how these algorithms work on social media. Like, you know, if people are engaging with your post, it shows it, pushes it out to more people. But if people don't like it, then it stops showing people the content. Because the goal of social media, remember, their goal is to get people to stay on the platform to look at their ads if your content isn't engaging to people, they're not going to want to show it to anyone because they don't want to encourage people to leave the platform. So, you know, you've got to think of it that way, that you do not want people to tank your engagement and hurt your posts. Now, I really love putting things into perspective on my podcast episodes by like using real life examples when I can. And so this is one of the things I said when I was showing this post on Instagram is imagine this real life scenario. Imagine you are a third grade teacher and you sell specifically third grade math resources. That's your jam. That's your niche. And you're standing in a room, like a lecture hall, some kind of theatre or something, like like maybe you're doing like a professional development thing. And it's a room full of 100 third grade teachers, and not just third grade teachers, but ones who are specifically struggling to teach math. If you stood up and started sharing tips and hacks, and maybe you talked about your TPT resources, you're like, hey, yeah, I have a store and I've got these freebies and these resources. And you were like kind of teaching them and giving them tips and helping them to teach third grade math. You know, you'd be on fire. You'd be getting all these people to like be really like, wow, interesting what you have to say. They might want to buy your resources and check out your store. They'd be kind of like trusting you, you know, like trust factors happening. You know, you'd be on fire. Now imagine that that same room instead was not filled with 100 third grade math teachers. It was filled with 1,000 people. But they are lawyers and accountants, not teachers, and certainly not third grade ones. How long before their eyes glaze over or they get up and leave? Because they have no interest in how to teach fractions to third graders. So when you look at things in that kind of real life example, which room would you rather be in? Which room do you think would help grow your business? 100, 100 third grade teachers or the 1,000 lawyers and accountants? doesn't matter the number. It doesn't matter that the one room has 1,000 people in it. There are 1,000 people that don't want what you have to offer and they're not interested in what you have to say. They are never going to buy from you. When you say to them, hey, I've got this third grade fractions resource. It's like this really cool PowerPoint and there's a game and they're just going to be like, uh, sorry, i got to go. Like oh, This is, means nothing to me. <laughs> but if you're in that room with those third grade teachers, they might be like, yeah, okay, I'll be, I'll be interested in checking that out. I've been really struggling with teaching fractions. This is where numbers don't matter. The type of people that are in the room with you is what really matters. And so this applies to everything in business, your email list, your store followers, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Pinterest, whatever, wherever you have people that you're trying to attract, it doesn't matter that you have a small amount if they are the right people for you. 
There's no point chasing a large number of people that are never going to buy from you. You might just get that little high of looking at your account and seeing a certain number that you've always wanted. It might make you feel good for a second. But the next day, you're going to feel kind of crappy again when you go onto Facebook and you're in all the Facebook groups and you see someone make a post saying they just hit a milestone and they're earning this many thousands of dollars a month. And then you feel really crap about yourself because you're like, why am I still not earning money that I want? The whole goal here was to earn more money and grow my store. And all I've done is spend the last six months trying to grow my Instagram account and get all these followers and it's doing nothing for me. There's nothing worse than putting time and energy into something that doesn't bring you results. It's like depressing. So we've got to stop chasing that. Now, you might be listening and maybe you're one of those people that has, you know, been tempted to do one of those kind of follow for follow train things or to somehow just fixate on getting followers. Hopefully this really resonates with you and kind of stops you in your tracks. But you might also be listening and just be like, oh, I've never done those kind of things. But, you know, deep down you're admitting, well, I do kind of obsess about growing my email list and I kind of wish I had more Instagram followers. We do sometimes wish we had more. And this is just a little gentle reminder that the number you have now is actually perfectly okay as long as they're the right people. And it will grow slowly and steadily over time. But as long as the right people are there, it doesn't matter if you have a smaller number than you think you should or a smaller number than someone else has. You know, you could look at your own niche if that helps. You know, say you have a Facebook page that only has 300 people following it and you think that's, you know, not good enough because you see that someone else in your niche has 3,000 followers. Just, you know, tell yourself that reminder. You don't really know what they're earning. You don't really know what their success is. And you might find that despite the fact they've got 10 times more in terms of followers on their Facebook page, doesn't mean they're getting 10 times more than you in sales. Does not mean they're getting 10 times more click throughs and leads and traffic. It doesn't mean that at all. There's so much more to it than just the number that you have on your profile. So try not to dwell on that. I think that some people think that, you know, followers and subscribers and things gives you more authority. Like if you have this big following somewhere that you are more trustworthy and people will kind of be drawn to you because of that. And that's sort of true to a certain extent. You know, if you navigate to someone's Instagram profile or their TPT store, and they do have 50,000 followers, you're going to think, oh, wow, they're successful. It might kind of prompt you to follow along or subscribe in some way because you're like, wow, they're clearly successful. What do they have to say? That's certainly true. But the majority of your sales aren't going to come through avenues like that. You're not going to get money on TPT because someone magically found your store, saw that you had lots of followers and decided to follow you. Like That's not really how people find you on TPT. They tend to search for something they need, like fractions. They're teaching fractions in February. They need all the help they can get. They search for it. They find your fraction resource. They buy it. They probably don't even go to your store profile, so they don't care how many followers you have. Same thing on Instagram. They are scrolling through their feed. They're going through the explore feed and then like somehow... Because, you know, Instagram knows that they're a third grade teacher. So they this, you know, post comes up about how to teach fractions and it's been tagged hashtag third grade, hashtag fractions. And the, you know, the platform shows you that because it thinks you're interested. And then you click on it and you're like, oh, that's really cool. And the post is really like a beautiful photo or really helpful reel. And the caption's really helpful. And you're like, oh, this is really interesting. It, that might prompt you to follow. So at the end of the day, you know, followers you have on your profile aren't going to really be what brings you money. It's the sort of posts you make and the products you make and SEO and people finding you in search and finding you through the algorithm and explore and stuff. Like some of that's just, it's just not about the numbers. It really isn't. And here's the kicker when you focus your energy on the important stuff, like making great products on TBT or making great content on social media, that is what helps you grow. And that was what will get you to that number that you really, really want. Ironically, if you stop 
thinking about and obsessing about followers and subscribers and you stop trying to chase them in dodgy ways or or doing things just for that goal and that gain and you instead put your energy into a really profitable thing like making products or a really useful thing like making good content on social media you would actually achieve the other goal that you secretly want you would actually grow those accounts you'd actually get followers and subscribers ironically along with also just making great content and making money from your product so it's sort of like a byproduct of it you know sometimes it's like a mindset thing you think i really just can't stop fixating on this thing i just want to have this certain number of followers well you can certainly get that by doing something else it will happen if you actually focus on something else ironically instead of focusing on that thing I follow a few people that I think are doing really well on Instagram. Some of them are like, like they're in the science of reading niche, like Savannah, who was a previous guest on my podcast, and she just creates these really informative posts about the science of reading. She's educating her audience every single day. People are learning from her. Guess what they feel like doing? Following. And so she's created this really you know, great following in the last year or two. So creating the great content is what's going to attract people and ultimately grow your sales. You know, not obsessing about the number. The number will come when you do the great content. Anyway, I think that's a long enough rant about this, but I'm really hoping that that whole example of the thousand people versus the hundred people in the room, thinking about the 100 loyal raving fans being better than the thousand disinterested people, I hope that's really insightful to you. It's something that's really commonly talked about in the business world, having like those loyal people. And those loyal people, even if it's a smaller number, if they are your raving fans, they are worth their weight in gold. And this is why they will rant about you. They will rave about you to other people. Those loyal people are the ones that will go to their friends, their teacher friends, their Instagram followers, their, you know, whoever, their colleagues and stuff and say, hey, this person's really awesome. Check them out. You know, they're the sort of people that rave about you in Facebook groups or in the staff room or whatever. So raving fans can help you grow your business. They can bring other people with them. Early adopter is a really common term that's used. They're like, some people have that kind of personality. They'll, you know, they'll be the brave ones that try new things and they they try something out and they love it and then they rave about it and then other people you know, come to it. So those loyal raving people, they are the kind of people that you want. And not only will they bring new people, even if they're just there, it's just them, they are more likely to buy from you. They're more likely to kind of interact with your content, which will help you grow on social media and stuff. So those people are just gems and those are the kind of people you want to attract. They're just amazing. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this episode up. It has gone on long enough, but I really, really hope it's resonated with you. And just my action line for you is just to take some time this week to stop thinking about those things that aren't in your control and you know, fixating on those toxic things like followers and subscribers and take some action that is actually going to help grow your business this week. So if you've been obsessing about TBT followers in the last few weeks or months, stop right now and go and do something impactful like finish making a product or updating a listing. That will actually bring you money. If you've been, you know, obsessing about your email subscribers, stop trying to grow your list for a second and, and worrying about that and just focus on writing a really great email this week that is going to wow your current audience and make them want to buy from you. If you are obsessing about social media a lot lately, counting how many followers you have on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, stop that for a second. Stop worrying about that. Just go right now and make a really great story that connects with your audience, like share something about your life and build that no like trust factor in that relationship with them. Or go and make a really informative and helpful post that your audience is going to love. Something that they're going to scroll by on their feed and have to stop and read and check out because like, whoa, this is really helpful to me. That's going to help your current followers. It's going to help your posts get pushed to more new people. And it's going to help grow your account, which would in turn help grow your business. Like do something you know, impactful instead there instead of just like trying to 
do these engagement strategies and things that you think will get you more followers. Just do the things that are profitable and impactful that you know, as a byproduct will help you grow in those ways. There's other ways you secretly want. Anyway, like I said, I've got to wrap up this episode. I'm rambling on for far too long, but I hope that those action items help. I have been talking about social media, so I will put a link in my show notes to my Instagram account at Terrific Selling Tactics. If you don't follow me, that's okay. I don't care how many followers I have. Guess what? I don't have 10,000 followers on there, but I don't care because the few thousands I do have really do enjoy my content and that's awesome to me. So, you don't follow me, that's okay. But you know, feel free to check out the tips on there because guess what? That's where this podcast episode came from was that post I made, the 100 verse 1000. And I thought it'd make a really good episode. But yeah, a lot of my content sometimes originates there. I'll come up with an idea, talk about it there. And if I've got the time, I might make a podcast episode. But sometimes I don't have the time. So if you're just a podcast listener, you could be missing out on a lot of golden nuggets because there's a lot of stuff I share just randomly in my stories on a day-to-day basis or I throw up a post and it might have a really helpful tip, like what we talked about in this episode. And I don't want you to miss that. So, you know, be sure to check it out, whether you follow or not. I don't care. But yeah, there's some tips in there for sure. I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.